0: It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As we look back on a big night of Premiership action Michael Beale saw Rangers' most complete performance in his reign With a 3-0 win at heart Celtic still 9-point pace setters Though winning by the same scoreline against Livingston And there were big victories for St Johnston, St Mirren, Marnock And the woes for Motherwell and Aberdeen continue I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight You have Gordon DL and Mark Wilson
2: That was another Exciting midweek fixture card Both Celtic and Rangers cruising to victory Aberdeen continuing their woes A terrific win for St Mirren And at the bottom of the table My old side and your sides Look like they're getting a wee bit detached I know it's only one point But performances from both, awful Probably the two youngest managers in the league, Gordon Uh, Really
3: struggling down there 12th and 11th Looking at a relegation battle, but at the top of the league, Celtic Rangers doing what they do, winning three 0 clean sheets, three goals, and a terrific result for St. Murray, you've got to see And St. Johnston won again. once again, comes to the third part, pick up the three points.
1: There were five premiership games, there were goals, important victories, disappointing defeats, VAR calls all over the place. So come on down and share your thoughts with Mark Wilson. And Gordon Diehl If we're starting top to bottom Obviously Celtic fans It just keeps happening You just keep winning games Remarkable consistency uh, Especially in these types of fixtures What did you make of last night? What jumped out for you? Clearly Tynecastle is generally A standout fixture Full of incident People were trying to build the case for Hearts Clearly because they were in good form They were at home It was supposed to be the toughest test Michael Beale had faced Apart from the Celtic game and my goodness, Rangers won with absolute ease So Rangers fans, was that? Is it? Is it very simple? Was that the best performance you've seen uh, under Michael Beale? What jumped out for you? Alfredo Morelos again, back in amongst it Malik Tillman, Glenn Kamara, guys like that What jumped out for you? Uh, and as we work our way down Hearts fans, how disappointed were you? Because like we said, there was a lot of a lot build-up And yes, Rangers were good But I'm sure you expected more from your team St Mirren fans Are you starting to think about getting the old passports out? A terrific victory up there in Aberdeen a couple of Aberdeen rejects I heard uh, scored the goals (laughs) as well and if we go down to the bottom Motherwell fans come on what is going on where does the next victory come from how concerned are you 01419511025. this will whet your appetite what was the result of the night for you Mark Wilson there were a few
2: Uh, Result of the night You just mentioned it there (coughs) For me Was St Mirren up at Pataudry Now I I get Aberdeen Coming now off the back of 6 At Easter Road And they've changed their manager But I did expect a reaction And this St Mirren side Just go from strength to strength When you look at where they are in the league They're looking up At Hearts ahead of them I wonder If they can put Pressure on Hearts Over the coming weeks But Great result You
1: are, are actually Spoiled for choice Sometimes mm-hmm. it, it, They can kind of pick themselves But there are more than two So somebody's going to be left out You can You can give me a couple
3: uh, Yeah I think St Johnston At Fir Park um, A really pressure game Both teams Desperate for the three points St Johnston Won with these I've got to say um, And it was a terrific victory But I thought The result of the night Was the way Rangers Played at Tynecastle, Castle um, Difficult place We all know To go uh, Hearts in great form Unbeaten in ten so you're thinking that's got to be a real tough fixture for Rangers But they absolutely cruised it So I've got to say because of the the manner in which they won I'm going to give them a result of the
2: night to Rangers Goal of the night Goal of the night, I'm going down to Rugby Park Daniel Armstrong, a terrific strike from A good ball in from the boy Chambers who looked good signing at left back But the pace on it, I thought the boy needs to take a touch He just guides it into the top corner Such a crucial goal at the bottom of the table for Kelly.
3: Yeah, I'm liking that. I'm going up to Patodre and Aberdeen reject Curtis Main getting back and uh, amongst the goals scored two. His second goal mm, good was an absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it was wasn't it? Uh, effort. You know, great touch sets himself up back to goal gives a goalkeeper no chance. So Curtis Main for me.
1: Okay, uh, howler of the evening. You never usually short on those.
3: I'm giving it collectively to Motherwell um, just Get it to them every week No I, I don't You're you're looking at One home one in the last 11 uh, Their home record is shocking Six points out of a possible 33 Not good enough And if they're going to stay in the league They need
2: to change up very quickly
1: Couldn't argue with that What was yours mm. Mark?
2: Well I, I'm going to go for a joint one Both oh, referee right. decisions So I'm going to stick at a for part Because Don Robertson to not give Motherwell a penalty when Cranshaw goes into the box is one thing. To give a free kick the other way to St. Johnson is ludicrous. I, I cannot get my head around that. So that was a howler. But Grant Irvin up at Potaudry. Ross McCrory, seven minutes sent off. People may have their opinions on it. People may have different opinions on it. For me, that is never a sending off. And it put Aberdeen in the back foot. It just summed up Aberdeen's look at the minute I am fascinated by this one Because
1: there is a real divide Aberdeen are appealing it Some people are like Mark cannot believe it was a red card Never in a million years And others are as convinced the other way We can maybe argue about it in the fullness of time But give us a quick insight into your thinking I'm going red um, well see, split in here. Yeah, Um
3: you know his elbow is up. It goes into the face of it. Was it done? Mm-hmm. Um I thought he went in with force. I can understand the the argument that you know he had to go out the way and Dunn's arm was out, and he, but he went high with it unnatural position. I thought the
2: referee called it correct. Just to, just to clarify, you went red for Nicky Clark as well. Certain red.
1: Ah, he's got that one I think we all did. Um, just for context. What about the man of the night then? Who was the top performer?
3: Um, I'm staying in the capital um, I'm giving it to so He's come in for a lot of criticism Lately I thought He had to lead the line I thought he was brilliant uh, Leading the line Gordon I think he worked very hard He gets two goals And he has every right To celebrate after scoring <laughs> The
2: way he celebrated <laughs> um, I'm going to go for a man I also scored two Curtis Mayne we mentioned him tonight I thought his two goals were fantastic It's never easy Come back to An old club of yours Particularly one you've not been successful in He is really leading the line For St Mirren at the minute Come on
1: then 01419511025 Let's get stuck in John is a Rangers fan To kick things off Is that the best performance Of the season John?
4: Hi hi guys Uh, Thanks for uh, letting us Come on again tonight Uh, Yeah absolutely brilliant I mean I was just saying that To your producer Um, That's probably the best Rangers performance I've seen Since Stevie G was there We were absolutely On top of things Chasing everything Kept possession. Playing about with the ball. Brilliant. Um, and the producer asked me, who do you think was a standout? <clears throat> Excuse me, there was quite a lot to stand out, but, as Gordon's saying there, Morelis, but you could got Ben Davies at the back, played the last nine games, starting to come in, looking very, very assured. And Kamara was a different player, altogether last night. He looked as if, it was another bit of fresh breath of air there. So, Honestly, it was
1: really, really a pleasure to watch last night. Don't is, is that an easy question to answer? Mm. To say, you know, is that Rangers' best performance of the well, season? Yeah. Is it the best performance under Michael Beale? Is, it, is that yeah. a resounding yes?
3: Yeah, from the first whistle, I thought Rangers were at it. They controlled the game. They controlled the pace of the game. They cost hearts all sorts of uh, problems. When they were not in possession, they closed down very quickly. They got the ball back quickly. I thought Tillman um, is starting to look a real prospect. Uh, Morelos back to his best Kamara yeah. I, I I just thought Rangers Collectively as a team last night Were right at it I thought Michael Beal Would probably be very happy With that performance
1: You can't deny it Mark Everyone on the outside Would have been looking at A Hearts team In really really good form At a venue that On paper We always talk about it Whether it's a cliche or you a know, really really tough place to go The atmosphere The crowd right on top of you And Every time Rangers play a game under Michael Beale, We get the same calls Great He's totally mastered winning games of football so far But we need a bit more from the performances The performances are just not It's not quite there He's saying that It's not quite clicking for the full 90 minutes and so on So I'm not sure many people would have predicted Just how convincing it was in the end
2: No I don't think so Um but credit to Rangers, they were excellent in every department They matched everything up that Beal's been talking about in recent weeks Obviously results are key, but fans want to see a performance to match it And last night, you couldn't pick out many failures at all Now you're, you're right to take into consideration the opposition you're coming up against Because mm. hearts have been excellent this season And especially at Tynecastle Robbie Nielsen did decide to change things go a wee bit more attacking and it backfired, however, you you can't put that Rangers door. They need to play what's in front of them. I thought their movement was excellent, the amount of chances they created. Um you know, just an outstanding performance. So I think Bill can sit back um today and be quite happy that they're on the right track. They've now got that performance to match that runner results that they've had.
1: Did you see it coming, John? The the nature of it. Did you expect it to be tougher?
4: To be all fairness, yeah, as the guys were saying, you go to Towncastle, you know, there's 20,000 fans there. Um, Hearts have been playing very well. Well, we it would have had them uh, geared up to get stuck in. It was completely, utterly them apart last night. <clears throat> and to be quite honest with you, see with that Rangers performance, I think that will carry on right to the end of the season. And we have still got Celtic, I think, twice to play. So it'll be interesting if we can take six points, and I think it brings it down to three points. With a difference in goal difference. So it's a big ask to ask for Celtic to lose. The only thing that I can see is. Rangers beating Celtic. Or Celtic beating Rangers. I can't see anybody else taking any points. From both teams. Apart from Rangers beating Celtic. Or likewise. But that performance last night. And the way Michael Beals got them. And I think the stats that I looked at. With all the managers that came in. in the first 10 games. Michael Beals won 9. Drew one, and lost nil. So. That is pretty really awesome coming in to a bit of a kinda bit of an uncertainty within the team um when Vanny Van Bronckhurst was there and him leaving. So um I don't know what you think of that also if he's aware of that.
1: Yeah, I think everyone knows he's unbeaten Gordon, had to go to Pataudry, mm. which yes, you can argue is maybe not as, as tough as it can be, um, at other times, but you know, it was a dramatic turnaround in that one. Had to go to Tyne Castle. Um, and obviously play Celtic, so to come out of them with one draw being the only blemish, I, th- I think that that's probably exceeded people's expectations, hasn't
3: it? Yeah, uh, I, th- I think everyone at Ibrox will be delighted. The way of that, you know, Rangers fans getting a little bit and patient with the performances but he put that to right last night I thought they were brilliant at Tyne really did I thought they played very good football it takes time I said that he needs a transfer a couple of transfer windows he's added a couple in January it'll be the same in the summer uh, it just shows you how well Celtic are doing because as you said there uh, he's not lost a game won every game in Drew and he's still sitting potentially 10 points yeah. behind Celtic so it showed you how good Celtic have been
5: I think it's been coming, I think, in terms of a, a more complete performance. And we look dangerous all night. And as I say, we, if we can just improve our last shot or last pass more often, we'll score more goals. And listen, I was really pleased with tonight's performance because we know we're playing against a, a, an opponent that's riding high on form and come into the game with lots of confidence. We knew we had to be um, at our very best. I've just said to them in there, they've set a good standard. It's still not what I want. I still want more because we could have scored more goals tonight. I thought
1: Zander Clark had a good game, and I thought at times we were a little bit wasteful. Ben and Giffnock wants to share some thoughts on the Rangers game last night. Ben, what stood out for you?
6: Um, last night, I thought they were absolutely brilliant. I um, said, I think it was the best performance he's had in a really long time," and especially the the midfield too of Kamara and Lundstrom. I thought they were
1: absolutely brilliant last night. Even yeah. a cynic would say that John Lundstrom's son Nicholas Raskin arrived to lots of fanfare and. Thought, Hold on a wee minute You're not taking my place that easily Because he Certainly put in a shift Last night yeah, I, th-
3: I think it helps um, You see quality players Coming in And you know now You've got to There's competition for places And it gives everybody a lift Of course it does A transfer window will do that Especially when new players come in Because The new players come in You're expecting Right okay They brought them into play So I'm, I've got to keep my shirt Um, So I just thought Rangers from the first whistle last night They looked sharp They were at it They were comfortable on the ball They didn't give Hearts a minute I was expecting a real difficult game Because Hearts are in good form They've got some good quality players They've got a big squad I thought Morelos led the line brilliantly I really did I thought he looked back to What he can show the Rangers fans What he's all about He scores a couple of goals as well Tillman I think Got to come in for praise And I think the manager as well Because they got a goal From a training uh, set play They've obviously worked in that goal and round the back And and I, I just thought It was a perfect night And added to that When they come in for a little bit Of criti- criticism at the back It's a clean sheet as well So they'll take confidence for yeah, that
1: A few clean sheets in a row now Isn't it? A three in a row Six in eleven For Alfredo Morelos Under Michael Beale, Mark mm-hmm. A double last night A double at Rugby Park
2: um, A few games back as well is he looking more like his old self? He is. And Morelos is an interesting one. I think I said a, a bit ago when a new manager comes in, they sort of get an instant impact from Morelos. He seems to be this new player, revitalised. That happened under Gerard, that happened under Van Bronkers, and now it's happening under Bill. He's back to being the main man again. Now go back to it. As long as Morelos is scoring goals, then everything else is really forgiven. People don't mention his work rate. People. Really, mention his weight and how, you know, out of shape he looks sometimes. If he's scoring a double every game, then everything's okay. So, particularly when you're doing it against Hearts mm. and at Tynecastle, tough places to go. It's going to be a hard ask for Choat to get back in the side when Morelos is scoring constantly.
1: Where where are you on Morelos overall, Ben? I mean, did, did you think his time was done maybe a couple of months ago, and is he now winning you round, or you know, what what have you been thinking about on on him recently?
6: Honestly, ever since he's joined, I've absolutely loved him. Obviously, he's come in for a bit criticism recently in regards to, to his weight and stuff like that. But honestly, see when he's on his game, I just think he's absolutely unplayable. Last night, he was outstanding. Uh, rugby Park, he was brilliant as well. He scored twice, as as you mentioned. I just think I think if one of them were to sign a contract between him and Kent, I'd rather it would be Morelos, to be fair. Uh, I think Kent's probably... Kent's a great player, but I think he's you can actually replace Kent easier than you can Morelos. Morelos link-up play, he drops deep. Its system really well, so I'm just praying we keep him to be honest.
1: It's certainly on that trajectory, I guess, Gordon, between either Rangers being desperate to keep him or you know, attracting interest from From somewhere. Because it was a couple of months ago that on this show people were saying, Well, what does he actually do from here? The Rangers even want to keep him, and, and what sort of clubs going to want his services? Um, but as Mark says, if you start banging in the goals. Well, you know
3: what normally happens when a player's contract's on and out. You've got to make sure that there's people out there want to take you, Gordon, want to offer you decent money, and obviously puts Rangers in a better position because he's having a bit of form. He's he is a go- a goal scorer. He's let sell down a few times. Of course, he has. The Rangers fans have been frustrated with him, but when he's on his game, he's a very as, as Ben said there. He's a very important piece of the jigsaw. For for Bill and the way Rangers play, uh, he's the best striker, and I like Cholak. I think Cholak's a penalty box striker. I think he'll get his goals, but all round, I think Morelos is the best striker at Rangers.
1: Um, Michael Beale spoke today, thinks that Neil McCann may regret calling Alfredo Morelos an idiot for his celebration. He doesn't think these things should be made into such a big deal.
5: I wouldn't agree with that. I think the Hart the supporters were maybe trying to incite Alfredo for the whole 90-plus minutes. If we're going to say that players can't celebrate goals now, we might as well stop the game. There was a long stoppage for that goal, and I think he went and celebrated He was, what, 20-plus yards from him. I think a lot's made about them sort of things in Scotland that's not made. I've worked down south. I've never known this to, to be a big thing. Um, When we score our second goal and our first goal, we're two yards from their fans and we've got to celebrate the goal. What do you want us to do, not celebrate? And then, you know, everyone says he's moody and he wants away because he don't celebrate. I think we've got to, um, I think Neil's obviously on the radio, he's passionate, he played for both clubs, he's trying to be impartial and he said what he said. I think he'll regret that more than, than maybe uh, Alfredo celebrating. I think it's much to do about nothing. I think we should probably be talking about some of the abuse that comes the other way in our stadiums, not so much the players celebrating goals.
1: You, the listeners, are the boss. If you want some debate about celebrations, you can have it. I need to be honest, though, Mark Wilson, Gordon Biel, I don't care if it's Alfredo Morelos or anyone else, I can't get myself excited about arguing over how people celebrate. Good, you're happy, go and do what you like. Here,
2: not fair.
0: Here,
1: here,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. I'm all for players celebrating. They get enough abuse from the stands, and look, football is about passion. There's a wee bit of pantomime in there that you know that's what it's about. So in that instance, I'm I'm with mm. on this one. Yeah, no better, no better
3: feeling than putting the ball in the back of you it. Know? And especially when you're taking a bit Remember
1: of, that one you used to do, down on one knee in the
0: Yeah, well, I That's ran, the I, you do it. I, I ran out, it out of
3: celebrations I mm-hmm. scored that many. I was thinking, what am I going to do next? But, uh, <laughs> look, if you're taking a bit of stick from the, the I'll call it the terraces, um, the stands then, um, you're quite entitled when you put that ball in the back of the net to give a little bit back. As long as it's within...
1: Reason. I suppose there's quite an annoying news cycle aspect to this Because, and fair enough, like Neil McCann's a pundit at another station He can say what he likes If he hadn't said that and then Michael Beal hadn't responded We wouldn't actually be talking about it, do you know what I mean? Yeah, the, of I, know, course. I know Michael Beal yeah. says that in Scotland we make too much about this stuff I certainly didn't anticipate coming in here and debating the goal celebration And I don't think we will But another pundit says it, the manager then gets back And then it's in the headlines And and you sort of go around the, the only,
2: in, No But the only way you get into trouble From celebrating is If you leave the field of play and you're If right you're the celebrating okay. On the pitch Should be fair game There we are We'll knock that one in the
1: head I think 01419511025 What about you Celtic fans then? Very routine Last night I think that's fair to say Anything at all that stood out for you Anything you want to discuss Now would be a good time And we'll try and get you on next
0: you are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Gordon Dale and Mark Wilson are here at 01419511025. It's Twitter at Clyde SSB and we are looking back on last night's action. So much to get through the game at Tynecastle. Something weird about this that how many how many goals were ruled out again by VAR last night? Was it three, four? Four, I feel like I I lost count. Um, Ryan Kent was booked for diving, Mm -hmm. and yet everyone's sort of in agreement with it all, and everyone's okay with it. I mean, yes, you have to be when it's offside, don't you? It's just it is or it isn't Mm. um, in most of the instances. But you know what I mean? Like high drama, lots of time added on, lots of checks. Yeah. But it just worked, and everyone just moves on Mm. for once
2: for once yeah it, it can't happen often since VRs kicked in is that fair maybe i, I, I could be wrong tell could, me it was a good disagree. Var night i could var no, night. i think I, I i really think the one up at aberdeen that i've gave the howler grant irvin Now that might split people but for me that that was just a no yeah, decision sorry I, I wasn't talking
1: overall i just meant um
0: yeah.
1: think castle cuz you just expect oh, A game castle, like that to be sorry yeah fraught Any complaints? No,
3: no complaints coming from this corner of the studio It's a
1: first, a first for everything 01419511025 We are about to hear in the not too distant future From Ange Postacoglu So Celtic fans, that might be the perfect time uh, To tell us what's on your mind tonight I know you quite like the idea of sharing a platform with your manager So this is where you do it But Kenny is first through at the moment He's a Rangers fan How do you sum up last night, Kenny?
7: Um... Definitely the best performance I've seen, um, team performance I've seen this season from Rangers, um, I thought they were superb throughout the park, uh, even McGregor didn't have very much to do, but uh, when called upon, he put off a good save, he um, was right on the top of the defence every time you could see him, he was the angry man again, um, any time that they thought they were a bit slack, uh, he was right in top. I mean, Hearts had a, a decent 10 minutes, I think, at the beginning of the second half, when it, everybody I was sitting with thought it was the exact same. They would come out and go for it, and they did. But um, apart from that, I thought Rangers completely controlled the game. Glenn Camara, it's one of them games where I think it was a bit hard to pick in a money match. I mean, you had quite a few contenders. I thought Ryan Kent had a really good game. I thought Morelos looked sharp again. Um, Sakala, he's frighteningly fast. I don't know how he has to go offside so much, because he's got the speed to do it. Um, but Glenn Camara, he's... Last two games Last night's definitely the best game He's had in over two years Without a doubt It was good at the weekend But last night he was superb
1: Yeah don't tell him Don't tell him I said this But to give Andy Halliday some credit He obviously worked with Michael Beal I remember even when there was discussions of Him getting the job We said which Rangers player will benefit from The return of Michael Beal And he said Glenn Kamara 100% He was like teacher's pet sort of thing Under Michael Beal Loved him And he was adamant that he would be the one that would Would end up flourishing Is is that fair? Because it's been quite a You you know Kenny mentioned that A couple of years ago You're talking about Oh 50 grand What a steal Mm. This guy could go on And and so important
2: To then becoming Bit part and criticised Is he back up? Yeah well It looked like he was Heading out the door There's no doubt about that Under the, the previous regime And Beals came in Knew the player Worked with him And he looks back To somewhere where he was Gets a goal At the weekend Followed by a performance Yesterday so he looks like, um, you know, he's he's moved himself into one of the certain starters. Now when you see a player like Raskin coming in, football's like no different to any other job that when you see a, a player coming in or a staff member coming in in a similar position, all of a sudden your performance levels hmm. start going up. And that's good good for the team, uh, obviously works it like it did last night, but... Certainly rediscovered these forms. I from the I, I, I
1: swear I have a hundred percent noticed. this see if you're on with a different pundit that's not Mark. Mm. You try harder. I, I, I'm being deadly serious about that. <laughs> try, he, harder he he that. try harder what? You just try
3: harder. Try harder uh-huh. In which uh-huh. sense?
1: You just like You act more focused And you like Make your <laughs> points Like more seriously And you've just got A different look in your eye yeah. And I, thought, I am deadly I, Deadly serious about I this I thought I
2: got off To a terrific start tonight as well. did, you, I thought
1: no, I was uh, On my game No I'm not saying That you're not But there's just something, See when it's a fresh face In there It's like you, you want To show off to and press
2: them Don't you And
3: try and lift mm-hmm. your game I try and press everyone um, oh, see, Just but, relax Okay I do, do I look nervous? Do I? I look a bit uh, tense I, I agree I agree with Kenny I thought that Kamara um, he, he was lost a bit, obviously under Van Bronckhurst as well. He'd he'd lost his form. Uh, well, I agree. He's 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 a very good, talented footballer. Of that, there's no doubt. The tweak in the system. Um, you know, with Bill helps him, and I think he's just get he get his goal at the weekend. As Mark says, that brings a bit of confidence as well. Competition comes in, makes you up your game. Um, so I think it was good news I, Kenny's right It's saying Very hard to pick A man in a match I thought Rangers As a team collectively Last night Played very well indeed He's talking about McGregor at the back I remember The the one I think it was Barry Mackay You'd expect McGregor to save that It was on Mackay's left foot Not his strongest But he was there When he was needed uh, It was a quiet night He'll be delighted With his back four Because they they their themselves In clean sheets But I just thought It was a Comfortable Comfortable Night for Rangers
1: Here's one I'd like To get your thoughts on Kenny um, A bit of Michael Beale Saying that Everyone at the club Wants to keep Malik Tillman Beyond the summer And is hopeful A deal can get Done
5: I think it's clear What I want uh, The boys playing Very well He's played in every game Since I came to the club He's a very strong player For a 20 year old In this league And I- I've sort of give him a lot of discipline playing in the midfield and breaking out but he gives us an extra goal scorer from there and I think he's a very interesting young player um, that's got a really high ceiling and we definitely want him here at Rangers longer term. We're all on the same page with that so it just has to be activated at a certain time and there's got to be the right things that got to be spoken about between uh, the people above me and Bayern Munich, he's their player at this moment in time and, but I think the way he's adapted to the ideas I've given him, even before I came in, he scored some really important goals for the club in, in Europe in the summer to qualify for the Champions League. And since I've been here, he's been fantastic. There's areas on his game he needs to work on, but what an exciting player for me and my staff to come in and work with every day.
1: Are you sold, Kenny, or do you want to see a bit more before Rangers would look to trigger that, that move to make it permanent?
7: I think he's a potential a fantastic player. To me, he, diff- he drifts out, and out in and out of games a lot less. Yesterday, he was fantastic in the first half. I thought he was superb. Second half, um, I could see why he got took off because he, he was flagging a little bit in the game. I thought, but the first half, he was great. I mean, I mean, let's face it. If you're talking about the five million pound mark, which I think is roughly in the ballpark for both him and James Sands, there's only one person I'd pay that sort of money for, and it wouldn't be James Sands. I can assure you.
1: 20 years old Mark um, What is he 7 goals and 5 assists I think He's not He's not, much, not played Senior football before Really yeah. you know, Until coming here um, are, you, are you convinced now Or would you still Take a bit more time
2: No I'm convinced I mean I, I said right at the start When you see him you, you get You know You get a feel for a player When he came into Rangers Once so young He looked great at the start he looked a real fine But every young player Goes through dips and forms He's he's no different And he was at Rangers At a difficult time Where Van Bronckhorst Was using him In several different positions That didn't really suit him All of a sudden Beal comes in Works with him Beal's just said there I've gave him a lot of discipline Playing in that middle area And breaking out And it suits his game So I'm convinced If Rangers have the money I don't know how's the contract situation with if Rangers got an option to buy. Yeah, I think, I think it's all
1: there in place. Yeah, that was what yeah. Michael Beale intimated I, last I, I night. I think yeah. it's a
2: no-brainer then. If it's there, if it's easy to do, then yeah, I think most Rangers fans would say get it done. You're yeah, buying
3: very good potential. Uh, terrific Cage, um, he, he's he's enjoying his football under the the new manager. Uh, he's enjoying the position as Mark quite rightly pointed out there. I think the tweak in the position for Has helped him. He's banging in the goals. He will have his ups and downs. He's a young lad. He's not played a lot of uh, first-team football, but I certainly see a lot of potential in the boy.
1: Mm, thank you to Kenny. What about you, Celtic fans? What about last night? Let's hear from Ange Postacoglu Happy with the way his team used the ball. He was pleased and the way they kept on asking Livingston questions.
8: Another you know, strong performance by the lads. Um, yeah, we knew it'd be a tough challenge, and you know we'd have to be the ones that sort of are trying to you know, create. The opportunities in the game and, and be really persistent in that and I thought we were really good in terms of, we obviously had a lot of possession but we used that possession really well just to continually ask questions of the opposition, sort of be threatening with our running and um, you know, we scored three good goals Yeah, second half it wasn't any easier because they still sat in and still it wasn't going to be an open game but I still thought we, like I said, controlled the game well, you know, we had some half chances in the second half to get another goal but Overall um, Yeah really pleased
1: uh, Mark it was Routine was the word earlier Celtic are oh, cl- Clearly in such a good place It's just all very Very controlled It's never in doubt And, um, and th- That was probably a prime
2: example yeah, Of it last night I think the most impressive thing About the Celtic side is we, we call it routine I've been there In a midweek game Against Livingston And you know Whoever else And it's not the most glamorous fixture And you sometimes struggle through But the Celtic side Are something different I mean just the energy In every single game Here, David Martindale Even talking about it That it's relentless You know And it's not just The quality on the ball That you have to recognise When opposition teams Win the ball back They've got someone Right in their throat Right away And Celtic start another attack So Again just another Outstanding performance 81% possession That's becoming the norm Now at Celtic Park And teams going there You're coming up With a game plan to go on against that side I mean, what do you do? You know, it's it's very difficult to come up With something to counter that So, another terrific performance Kyogo on the score sheet again Maeda with, with another mm-hmm. fortunate, fortunate
1: goal Oh, not fortunate Ange Postecoglou is not happy with that He says it's a reward for his in hard work way. He does get himself in these areas a lot It can't be that much of a coincidence I think that's yeah, the manager's well, take I,
0: I,
2: Well, he plays left a front three And... It's gonna be in those areas. You can't like you cannot argue where it's been fortunate when it's a reward for
1: his hard work <laughs> and When the get Put you get in the, the right
3: place and you've got an opportunity to get hit by the ball. That's what the strikers <laughs> See,
1: do a, That's Because that's the difference Between one of you two Being a
3: goal getter
2: You're right, you're yeah. right. Uh, Well done Maeda uh, I'm just delighted I, I didn't get
3: in the face
1: Too many times That ball would have been burst And look, Gordon the goal <laughs> threat every, We know this We've been through this before It's everywhere And that's Q Go up to 18 for the season He's the top scorer In the Premiership um, But if you need something Different to break the deadlock Greg Taylor will pop up And smash a A fine goal Into the corner as well
3: Yeah He was on the deck And then he realised I've got an opportunity here And you've got to say For a full back On that left peg It was as sweet as you can hit them It was an absolute Terrific finish The game was away from Livingston By half time I think David Martindale Admitted that as well To be fair to them Second half They kept the score down Because Celtic could easily go out And score another few against you And you're walking away From Celtic Park With a real drubbing but Celtic were just too good And they've been like that all season We spoke and we highlighted About how well Michael Beale's doing With the results at Rangers And yet they still cannot close that gap
1: And even last night Mark Someone like Matt O'Reilly Is sort of rotated in to, to get his
2: opportunity Having been mm. a, a mainstay not so long ago well, We wouldn't have thought that You're right uh, He was the standout midfielder But it just seems with Celtic at the minute That midfield area in particular When one just goes off their game a wee bit Someone else comes in And all of a sudden their flavour of the month And whoever's been performing at a high level Has to wait their time on the bench That's what's driving this team to, To continually push the boundaries And Again it has to come back to the manager The manager sets the standards Every day when those players walk into the building and the fans are reaping the benefits When they go along To Celtic mm. Park every week 0141951
1: What do you think Celtic fans Anyone else out there This is a good time To get in touch Because we'll try And get you on next
0: 1419511025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard.
1: Gordon Dale and Mark Wilson are here at 1419511025. I'm going to let you into a little bit of a secret right. They've had a bit of I've had a bit of a lovers' tiff these two. Um <laughs> basically centered around the fact that Well I mean I'll let you two Fill in the blanks What time did he text you At this morning Ridiculous Ridiculous
2: I woke up I thought I'm up early I woke up 6am Look at my phone And I've got a text from him I go into it It's a text at 4.51 10 to 5 4.51am Saying you think that's
1: Acceptable Are you
2: up? Yeah (laughs) So I wrote back to him At the back of 6 this morning What's up? Thinking Oh my goodness Anything he could have fell in the stair With a dodgy knee or whatever And he's texting you As he's next of kin And he just wrote back I was just bored
1: He wanted a (laughs) conversation with me
3: I got up at half four four And I I was having my coffee And usually I I like to watch something on the TV And there was nothing on I thought "I, I need somebody to talk to So I thought he might.
1: Something really sad about that, right? But it's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so I. I, I Like take, genuinely, like as in genuinely sad, I mean, yeah, I, like t- I feel sorry for you, but. I text whoa. my friend
3: and there was no at answer. 10 to
2: 5. 10 to 5 in the morning. Yeah. yeah. On a Thursday morning. GMB yeah. hasn't even started yet.
3: What's I don't get that? up
2: until Susanna and Ben come on.
3: Ridiculous. The young man should be up out of his bed. What, I was, what are
2: you doing up at half four?
1: Seriously. I can't <laughs> answer I that. Up.
3: No, I got up at half four every day. I, well, no, I can go. I can go at five o'clock sometimes. Back at five, but I like to up <laughs> be-
1: Does this not seem strange <laughs> in any bird, way to you? Early bird, is called. Well, oh, there's early, and then there's late. It's actually late, <laughs> that's late previous eye, that's night. a
2: previous night. It's but, people just getting in at that yeah, time. Yeah, but, but I'm a
3: bit disappointed that it could, could have been anything. But the man, they didn't answer. So a I didn't like.
2: Well, just imagine I phone you at that time. And I wake up the rest of the house thinking, "Oh, I'm worried." Guy you don't, don't text people at 10 to 5
1: It's just weird Five People worry
2: really weird Now it's like See if a family member texts you And you see it through the night You think the worst has happened We'll give you a, I
1: nice think a 6 bored.
2: o'clock kick, uh, cut off No
3: <laughs> don't, a, don't text me at 6am either I'll be on him tomorrow morning 6 o'clock Right
1: on the button 014 We'll do a poll But what's, <laughs> what's, it, what's, it, what's it, an acceptable time To text you mate certainly not 6am <laughs> It's not 10 to 5 <laughs> either definitely, definitely not 01419511025 Let's hear a bit more from Ange uh, Postacoglu He's, he's gunning for you Mark Wilson He says there's nothing fortuitous About Dyson Maida's goal It's an example of the hard work paying off
8: You know Anyone who watches Dyson plays Knows that He's constantly making those runs, he's constantly in those areas, and, uh, you know, tonight I thought he could have, you know, it was a couple more times, he just lacked a little bit of composure in that front third, but he's he's always there, and it's an enormous effort to always be there, um, and that's why he gets his goals, you know, obviously I've known him for a little while now, and, you know, he always gets goals that sometimes people say, uh, you know, for want of another word, fortuitous, but, um on the back of him Just working his his backside off Every time we We have the ball And he gets the rewards for it You know You <laughs>
2: told <laughs> Listen Ange Postecoglou says a lot of things That make a lot of sense um, But I'm not having that You've one You've got to be in the right areas mm-hmm. oh, well, oh no You do see, see certain goals he gets And he, he makes the runs Into the back post And he gets in the end of things And sometimes He doesn't have Quite the clean connection But I'll still give him praise For being in the right areas However when someone Hits you with a ball From half a yard away Off your face And you're turning away And it goes in the net How do you think Sasa Papach uh, Well I was going to say A man that knows About fortuitous mm-hmm. goals Oh there you
1: are At least you yeah. be good
3: grace yeah. To throw that bit in at the end Yeah I, I, Listen I'll give them all the credit In the world It's a goal uh, It doesn't matter How you get it You're in the position The manager's right You're working hard To be in the positions You get a bit of luck Of course you do But Listen, he turns his head He disagrees
2: with Post-A-C-O-G-L-O-R-A-T-I-G-M-E yeah. Me, isn't me it? and
3: Big Ange, We're like that I'll be texting
1: him At half four <laughs> <laughs> uh, 01419511025 Jerry is a Celtic fan How did you Feel about last night Jerry? how would you Describe it
6: Aye Gordon Next to emotions um, Great result Terrific performance again. The, the team is just coming together. Uh, I can't believe Mark having a pop at mind of having a lucky goal when his Scottish no. Cup final goal against Motherwell Those years ago it was about. It's not
2: his goal oh,
1: in Jerry, any way, shape, or form. Thank you. So
2: you've <laughs> come on there,
1: to it's have a wee <laughs> goal, and you've
0: actually <laughs>
2: confirmed
0: <laughs> that goal. It's the most. Thanks,
1: Jerry. It's the most Stephen Craigan of Steven Craigan oh, yeah. goals. Isn't
0: Jerry's
2: Jerry's a man that knows his football? So. <laughs>
1: I'll take it anyway We won the game Gordon That's Thanks 100%. Jerry Thank you Anyway yeah. Jerry your Last night how was it then Was it just well, I, said, I said routine You know is that fair It,
6: it was routine uh, Routinely good performance Gordon But I'm bringing the mood down again oh. Another routinely bad BER uh, situation um, I, yeah, I like to bring in Negative comments mm. to this show um, What is going on with this uh, It took about five minutes For them to decide That Kyogo's goal Should stand I mean at first I think They were checking for a foul then it was offside. Mm-hmm. I think they were checking his fees. work permit from Japan was valid. I mean, it's just a joke. And again, you know, I'm not talking about conspiracy theories here, but once again, Mr. Goldson at Pinecastle gets to play NBA. Uh, I know it was 3-0 at the time, but there was a handball that was no different than the one at Ibrox at the weekend. Now, what is the difference? Why? Why are these decisions so... Inconsistent Why are they so bad I have sympathy for the referees Like when I was younger I did the referees course It was brutal Even refereeing under 15 games Is a a nightmare But These guys are getting paid Big money To get the big decisions correct Not to spend 20 minutes On a monitor Talking with their pals Trying to decide What might be the correct decision Mm -hmm. And basic stuff Without being inconsistent Is is infuriating fans like us And it's causing people To really
1: really question Their competence Well two separate ones then I mean look I I get frustration I get delay It's hard to be It's hard to launch Too much of an inquiry When Kyogo's goal Does actually stand In the end yeah. you, know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean In terms of how outraged We should be I get I get Jerry's point And you don't always know Specifically Everything's meant to be Checked back to the start Of that attacking phase Of play So that Some attacking phases Of play are really long Because the team's had possession And is attacking for a while Some are really short They take it back Is there a foul Is there an offside It's frustrating I, I have to be honest, Jerry makes the points, so he's entitled to do that, we'll deal with it. But I'm not sure how much of an argument we can have about a goal that actually does stand in the end.
2: I, I'm not too sure, um, like yourself, and like Jerry in 60,000, what they were actually checking for. Well, the foul they were checking for, but after that, I don't know how long it takes. We had a wee glimpse into behind the scenes at VR and what goes on. And Goals that you just think, well, that's a clear goal or that's a clear decision. However, you're right, they're tracing everything back. <laughs> now that does take a wee bit of time. And I think fans struggle to understand that. I do myself but to Because be fair, you get that, caught in the, yeah, in the a, minute.
1: A, that's where it is rubbish for fans, because if you're just know. told yeah.
2: what it was, yeah. then Yeah, yeah so that so fans may think it's was it a Riley that it mm-hmm. would like it committed a foul, but the ball was kinda in of play before then. Maybe they were checking something slightly before that. But of course, as fans, you're drawn to that one incident mm. That you thought Well that's quite clearly Okay So what do they keep checking So We'll say it again For the fans that are there At the game The match they experience Is soured Because it's taken so long And they're in the dark about things
3: I think it is for saying There's no doubt And obviously Jerry has backed that up But I do believe that If it takes an extra couple of minutes To get the correct decision Which mm. they, the, What happened last night They achieved the, It was a goal uh, For Kyogo. Um, then I, I think we've just got to live with it. I totally understand what Mark's saying there about if you're at the ground, you're frustrated waiting, thinking, you know, everybody can see that was onside, it's a goal, let's move on. But the the checks are gone, go right back, Gordon, and that's what takes the time. But as long as they get the right decision for me, um,
1: Jerry also says Connor Goldson was playing NBA and should have been penalised at Tynecastle
2: last night. No, well, it clearly hits your hand, but the rules again. People need to remember the rules in this situation. If the ball comes up against yourself and hits you in the hand, then it is deemed not a foul. Now, I've seen people compare it to the Aberdeen one in the box at Ibrox, where I remember asking you
1: at the time when that was given. I specifically remember citing that rule to you and say because you were all certain it was a penalty. I was, yeah. I said, you know, does it not come up off a? Another body part first Because the rule is clear It's clear If it hits another body part first It's not a handball mm-hmm. That's what Would have come into the referees Thinking it With Conor Goldson last night
2: Yeah yeah. I, I thought the Aberdeen one It was quite an obvious Attempt to flick the ball Because when it comes off his body It's gone back towards his own goal And he flicks it So I think that's the difference there I think there was a, a An effort from the Aberdeen player To flick that and The Goldson it just comes up against him And, uh, and hits his hand So the rule says that isn't apparently And people forget that Now hmm. Goldson <laughs> Goldson's found himself In a situation now Where he's had three I think Quite high profile ones Dundee United Celtic And then Last night the game was gone But still hits some Same player I get why fans are going what? What? He's at it again But you've got to take them all individually and analyse them
1: that way yeah, At one minute to beat the pundit Jerry. I would love to go back And argue again about the one against Celtic And whatever else But as Mark was pointing out The, the bit in the rule about If it comes up off another body part first Is that not the bit that, that Gets him away with it If that's the right phrase last night
6: I don't know Gordon I, It's just getting to the point Where it's getting a bit ridiculous take, take that one out of isolation Take all the other ones The referees have got to come out And actually Mm. start
1: explaining these situations Listen, I I do get some of that Jerry, but it's alright to broad brush It and say "Oh, it's it's all getting ridiculous You you called, the reason you called tonight Is because of Conor Goldson at Tinecastle, And Mark's view on it is that the rule Is clear that if it hits another body part Then your hand, it's not a handball So does that not explain Last night's one? No. Why not? Do you not think it hit another body part first? No Yeah it did I
3: think, no. Mark, I think Mark Explained it correctly um, <clears throat> I think it's just Because it's gone Or goals And he's been In the middle of A few decisions Like this uh, Whether you think They're penalties or not um, But last night I certainly don't think I thought the referee Called it right And I think sometimes
1: You've got to give them credit Thank you Jerry It's that time already Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun
0: For the best football news And opinion online uk Slash football
1: How bad was the Palmerston Pep oh, On Beat the Pundit last night I, was last I didn't night. I hear him Marvin Barley oh. oh my word He was horrendous wasn't he? He's yeah. a lot in his mind That he guy get, though he,
3: he sneaked one at the I was desperate for him For A, a one
1: all draw and then lost on a tiebreaker <laughs> Woeful Honestly That'll be the first place. time he loses this season, will it? He was all over the place, wasn't he?
3: <laughs> well, he was terrible I was honestly sitting in the house Praying I he was I hope he's listening as well. well
1: I hope he's listening Anyway, let's see what tonight brings 01419511025 Lines close at 7 So if you want to play Beat the Pundit You have to call before then
0: Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Flight 1 Super
1: Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 And they would love for you to join in So let's hear it then If we're talking Tyne Castle last night Lots of discussion about it being Rangers' best performance of the season Is that something you would agree with? We've heard praise for... Alfredo Morelos and Glenn Camara And people wanting Malik Tillman to stay longer So if you've anything to add, feel free If you want to change the topic, that's fine Conor Goldson's been accused of playing in the NBA At the game last night as well So any of the above, that's fine If you want to change it and move on You're more than welcome Celtic fans We've been reflecting on that victory against Livy as well The great thing about last night There's so much more still to get through Even if you're done with those Because I'm looking at you Motherwell fans I want to know how worried you are Because you must be worried You must be worried Just trying to get a gauge on on, a, on how concerned you are That this is eventually the season Where your long run in the top flight Comes to an end Aberdeen have appealed At that decision to send off Ross McCrory What did you make of that one? St Mirren fans Maybe you'll want to wax lyrical About your team's performance uh, Whatever it is 01419511025 And we'll do this first
0: the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football
1: Ah just thinking back To that text message You sent Mark Wilson At 4.50 this morning Just Mm. like Are you up? The creepiest text ever to receive Isn't it mm. People make a career Out of that sort of thing You up <laughs> You up question mark wee emoji you up. I didn't think you'd ever send <laughs> it to Mark emoji. Wilson yeah. but Speaking of which Curious Creatures Has sent some poetry On the back oh, of that So no. I'll, I'll give it to you After Beat the Pundit uh, Sean is on For Beat the Pundit tonight How's it going Sean? I'm alright A routine victory For your team Celtic Last night Can you give us A routine victory Over one of these two This evening That is the question I'll do my best. Good. That's all, that's all you can do. Do your best. Let's no find cheating out
3: tonight, please. Uh, how
1: it go. oh I you got a lot of good support through. You that. were on the receiving end of your steward's inquiry, yeah. weren't you, on Tuesday? And I
3: got a lot of good support no, in did. my local the, green the, shop. The poll
1: went way. People were saying, "I'm you. with you, Dazzler What was it, Jackie Jota? Jackie Jota. He played well last night. Anyway, heads it will be Mark New Wilson. Signing. He never complains. He just takes his defeats graciously. <laughs> yes, he's, he's never, never played any, for ages. Any drama? Heads. It's Mark. Tails. It's Gordon. You've obviously called it His heads It's Mark Wilson against Sean So what we'll do here is Give him uh, Sean something else To listen to And we'll get your clock ready Sean I'm sure you've heard This before I don't think you've played Before have you No Right good man 30 seconds then Just answer as many as you can If you want to pass And move on That is absolutely fine Okay Right Right let's go Name any outfield player Who played the full 90 For Rangers last night Mark Tillman Which English side Did Celtic sign John Hartson from Aston Villa. Which Scottish side play their home games at Starks Park? Pass. Name any Scottish team Davy Moyes played for? Which current Scottish Premiership team did Stephen Naismith start his career with? Come on, mate. in what decade were Motherwell last in the second tier of Scottish football? These. What Aberdeen player was sent off last night? Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, let's bring back Mark Wilson.
2: Mm. How is Sean? He, was he sounded, good. he assured he sure right. came on. Yeah. You
1: think they're easy tonight? I think they're very easy yeah. tonight. I don't know what producer Chris is up to. I think they're. Yeah. Are, they're are easy. they easy? Yeah. <clears <To> <clears <throat>
3: put wait. the pressure. See, I never <coughs> trust what the is that. What night is it? Thursday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You ready? Yeah. Go for <laughs> it. Let's do it. <sighs> Name any outfield player who played the full ninety for Rangers last night. Uh, Davies. Which English side did Celtic sign John Hartson from? Oh. Uh, oh no West Ham Oh he's gone What Scottish team oh, Played their home games At Starks Park Wraith Rover Name any Scottish team That Davy Moyes played for Celtic Which current Scottish Premiership team Did Stephen Naismith Start his career with on. In what decade Were Motherwell last In the second tier Of Scottish football 50s <laughs> Aberdeen player Was sent off last night McCrory Wow I take it the 50s Wasn't it right? <laughs> With the reaction I got there Sean what do you think
8: Well it's close I think
1: it's not, It wasn't bad It wasn't a bad game I must admit though Sean right, I, I, You're okay. always looking To get off to a good start There were five Rangers players Who played the full 90 <laughs> And you managed to get one Who didn't what did he, say? he went for Malik Tillman Oh, oh, Always go a defender in mate the back four Sean, a defender the back four They all stayed on Goldson Davies Tavernier Barisic and Kamara If anyone, Kamara. If anyone cares There we are That was the five um, So somehow Sean uh, Man the, the odds were Pretty <laughs> stacked for you both But you got Malik Tillman Wrong So 1-0 Mark Wilson Neither of you got John Hartson Arsenal
3: Coventry
0: no,
1: Arsenal. Coventry, Coventry. Coventry yeah. That's near yeah. Swansea None of you got that uh, It's a tough one Gordon who plays Their home games At Starks Park Yeah
3: the mighty Wraith
1: Wraith Rover So it's 2-0 Mark Wilson at this point oh, oh, Sean not sure. get that either Sean no. got back on the saddle though. Don't you worry Celtic for Davy Moyes Or Dom Ferman mm. Or Hamilton mm. Unfortunately Mark got it yeah. as well Sean mm. You knew Stephen A. Smith Started at Comarnock But Mark got it as well yeah. mm-hmm. um, I said Muller will have been In the top flight for a while Not that long To be fair right It's the 80s Yeah 1985 What's so it? I've never known Motherwell to be out of the the top flight, which yeah. is why I think you're going to soon. <laughs> I'm starting to have <laughs> sleepless nights. Genuinely, genuinely, it was getting to me last night, first time I can is remember. That right? and yeah, yeah, uh, in a long time. Um, forget me for a second. Uh, where are you? Oh, yeah. Sean get that? Sean got that. Uh, no not way. No chance did Sean he get did. that? No. The eighties? No, he didn't. Yes, he did. What is going on here? <laughs> mm, I would Sean, did you see the eighties? I was, I was just a guess. Aye, I said to guess. Ah, well That's done, done you guess, Sean. No. Still, done me. You're like my. I must admit, you've got some cheek. <laughs> some cheek coming up at Sean, Sean Mayeda. <laughs> it's just <laughs> come, <laughs> come
2: off. We see, damn it. Imagine trying to have a
1: pop when you said 50s. I know. I know. It's a good answer. Sorry. Good,
3: good answer, Sean.
1: Producer yeah. Callum, who's not even here tonight, has sent me 50s. Crying, laughing emoji. Yeah. That's how bad he I thinks you are. He's l- chipping. L- in.
3: Listen, Sean, bad news for you. They're not rapping a ball as we speak. No, so they're not, Sean. tells you the story. Sean couldn't quite
1: remember that it was Ross McCrory. Oh, so, Sean. one, two, three, four. that's oh, a bit of bad fortune. So oh, yeah. Five for Mark and three for Sean. Decent game, Sean. Decent effort. But you were beaten by the um, better man Smarter. I wanted want to it? play Godman. Oh. <laughs>
4: Sean!
3: <laughs> Sean!
1: You get a three, mate. That would, I would have, have been got? enough.
3: Oh, easily. Six. think so. Easy. I would have went down Fern made Dave Moyes just to mix up a you little bit. You would have bit. got
1: John Harpson wrong. I got
3: John Harpson wrong. you would have one.
1: got 80s for Motherwell?
3: 100% because I remember them playing. 100%? I oh, played that's in 80s. Great
1: justification that. I know. I remember,
3: I remember them playing. I played not in the 80s. remember. I certainly wouldn't have went in the 50s Exactly You know <laughs> what I mean for me. maybe, maybe. And I can't believe Sean's got the neck to go Oh I want to play golf. <laughs> I
1: can't right still wouldn't have been, you, you still wouldn't have had a ball What you could do is You could send Mark Wilson information for Beat the Pundit At 4.50am tomorrow yeah. morning yeah.
3: So Sean she, leave your number I'll give you a wee <laughs> call in the morning
2: <laughs> <laughs> You up? <Question> mark. <laughs> yeah, the worst Even Without a ball uh, You've sent that message The absolute a few times. worst
1: Uh, Curious Creature says When Dazzler takes your mobile In the middle of the night Your mind begins to wander Is he in his usual plight What is this madman up to it's just hard to understand. And what's he doing at five AM with mobile phone in hand? <laughs>
8: <laughs> he knows you too well.
0: I, he does. He but knows your backstory
3: no a lot. Uh, Let me just clarify something for people. <laughs> five
1: o'clock is not middle of the night. Ten to five is an obscene time to text. in with a four at the start to text a friend, a, a colleague, an acquaintance. He's a good at best. friend. He's a
3: close friend.
2: But just, just a question. Are you up no, <laughs> no Of course I'm not And if you were you just write back Yes And then what Yes and then what, what? Do you fancy a chat About what uh, I just What do you no. want to speak about Oh you know what I
3: want to speak about I needed a shoulder to cry on
2: week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: The thought of it 5am Gordon DL with his mobile phone In one hand And in the other a coffee. His cup of coffee 01419511025 don't, come on Don't lower the tone It's a family show At Clyde SSB Uh, On Twitter, if you want to get in touch as well. Uh, I'd I'd like to get a good debate going. You don't even need to be an Aberdeen fan for this because we all like just arguing about referees anyway. Aberdeen have launched an appeal for that Ross McCrory alleged elbow. Um, I wonder if you think they'll win that appeal. I wonder how you feel about that incident because, look, I know we don't agree on anything in this part of the world, but what a split there is here because people are, you know, like I've seen people trying to. Claim that this is the worst VAR decision they've ever seen And I've then seen people scoffing What are you on about? There is not even a question here That's a red card So and maybe we can have an argument about that one At some point between now and 8 o'clock But oh one four one nine five one one oh two five. Right, I'm dreading this But let's get stuck in Hugh is a Motherwell fan How worried should we be, Hugh? Uh, you want more to
9: ping you? Yes, please, just machine don't
1: Mary. swear, don't swear
9: I was going to say, you better get your bleeping machine ready because it Mm -hmm. was in in full force last night again from me, which I promised myself going to the game last night, do not get upset. But you can't avoid getting upset with this team. Um, I've stated for easily since December, Muller are getting relegated. Mm. End of, accept it. That's what we need to do. Stevie Hamill's in a position, the board's put him in a position, where he's inexperienced. He's brought Brian Kerr in next term. He He's shown up with his inexperience against Kilmarnock when we're 2-0 up, when he could have easily brought on somebody else. Seen the game out, shut the game down, game down we didn't. Derek McKinnis made five substitutions. They scored two goals with ten men, and they were the most dominant team in that second half. Stevie Hamill makes a, a sub, one sub for Murrow, in the 87th minute. Not good enough. That's one game. He drops McKinstry last night, Stuart McKinstry comes in the other week there. uh, Him and Tierney come on on the field to play. McKinstry plays 45 minutes, gets man of the match. What does that say about the rest of the team when McKinstry does that? After that, he plays a further two games, gets man of the match again, gets dropped last night. We play a 4-3-3 formation, which hasn't worked since Graham Alexander came in, and he constantly sticks to it. We don't have the players... Every single team needs to have a spine going through the middle of the team. Dominant goalkeeper, we don't have it in Liam Kelly. Never comes out for cross balls. I sit right behind him in David Cooper, and I cannot hear him shouting at his players. He's not a captain. And all the fans online are saying that as well. They want him as captain. You then look at your centre-halves. We don't have a dominant centre-half. End of. We played with three right-backs last night. Three right-backs, we ended up being on that field. That's how bad enough it got. in midfield, we have too light in midfield. The guy last night, I think it was Phillips who was in the Midland Park, Justin yep. Johnston, absolutely dominated the game. I don't even think he broke a sweat and it was raining last night. I don't even think he got wet. If he did, it was rain. It wasn't sweat. He dominated Midland Park. Up front, we're leaving Van Veen. We constantly put one up front because we're that bad at defending. Everybody comes back. Stevie Hamill, I do believe is out of these depth, So the club have got two options, in my opinion. We either leave him where he is and let him fail, because he will fail, because he, he can't change a game. He's not got plan B, plan C. He can't physically change a game. Or we bring somebody experienced in to help him out for the rest of this season. Shot in the dark, Jim Goodwin. He's been in that position. He was in that position for his man. We had it years ago. We brought Craig Brown in. What did Craig Brown Craig Brown's first job was Stop leaking goals And he did He stopped his leaking goals As soon as that happened The team started to play
1: Right let's Pick our way through it Because we're covering mm-hmm. An awful lot of ground At the base of Hugh And you can hear how Passionate oh, yeah. Hugh is At the base of it He feels Mother are Definitely going down Can you understand that
3: 100% um, They can't buy a one. Um I, I rhymed off It's a One Home one In 11 games Six points at home From th- 33 that's relegation. That's relegation written all over it. Um, They've been Stevie Hamill's been backed in the January window. He's brought in a lot of players, mostly forward players. Um, but if you've got any hope of getting out of this relegation battle, you've got to beat St. Johnston at home. I'm very sorry, you've got to go and beat St. Johnston at home. St. Johnston deserved their win last night, dominated the game. Um, I think, I totally agree with Hugh that I think that Stevie Hamill has... You know, really get his eyes opened He's a terrific boy um, Worked very hard for the club He was promoted into manager Just now it's looking a step too far for him The only thing I will disagree with you is um, The experienced guy, wouldn't it wouldn't be Jim Goodwin Jim Goodwin's just lost his job because he couldn't get results I think he would need somebody more experienced than, uh, for instance, Jim Goodwin To get mm. in and help him Because the the management team look like they need help and the players look like they need help because they're going nowhere fast. Just now. the
1: league table tells you Motherwell are banging bother Mark twenty points, which is the you know joint with Dundee United down there at the bottom. That that's kind of all you need to know. But there are there are these <coughs> stats that really sort of hammer home the point, and I'm sure you've seen the one doing the rounds. St Johnston have now won more league games at Fir Park than Motherwell have this season. Twenty three games gone, were in. Early February, St Johnston have won twice at Fir Park this season, and
2: Motherwell have won once. Well, that is unacceptable. When you hear that laid in front of you, of course, fans like you who go to every home game have every right to come on and express their opinion as passionate as he is. Well, look, it's not looking good when you see the form from the start of the season. Before the manager was changed, the new manager Stevie Hamill came in. There was a wee bit of an upturn for a very short period. And I think that's the thing that that doesn't look good You know, on your scorecard really When you have an upturn, you want to sustain it But it quickly faded Now Alan Burrows and and the board at Motherwell Are in a tough situation Because they've gave Stevie Hamill the job They've let him go on this long They've backed him in the transfer window But we've not really seen an opportunity given to the players he signed So... uh, uh, How do you get to a situation Where you say Right okay Stevie On you go Here's Mm -hmm. players for you Fight your way out this But then go By the way we're not allowing you You know We're not allowing you to continue Hugh Where's the Where's the sense in that?
9: Mark Mark, I totally agree with you But what is Stevie Hamill Now this isn't just me as a fan This is other fans The guys that sit around about me The guys you speak to online The guys you speak to Obviously sitting in the Cooper in Club 100 Prior to the game We can see what's wrong in that team why can't he? It's simple. Why drops Stuart McKinstry when he's been the best player? He drops him. I know I'm going to keep on going to be Goss. Goss last night, I think he was just hitting a pitching wedge last night. He just wanted to chip the ball and chip the ball. He's got no fight. There's no fighting desire in that team right now. You can see it. The first time we played, uh, first game of the season we played Hibs. 3-2 game. Brilliant game. What a performance the Molo team put in. They got applauded off the park and we get beat. But what a performance. And it's gradually went downhill now. How we went from that to that. This is the worst performing team we've had since Morris Malpass was there. And I even stated on Mullough's Twitter page last night, I could put an over-35s team out that would beat you. And I actually say to them, make the game happen. And I'm still waiting for them to get back. To, it shows that the silence from the club at this moment in time. The club's always over Twitter. We're doing this. We're doing that. They have been silent since last
1: night. Absolute silence. That speaks volumes for me. Don't get me wrong. I don't think they're going to get back to you for your offer mm. of a of a friendly against your over 35 team. But yeah, I would, I would take the more uh, general <laughs> point, Gordon, as Mark says. It's a really Tough spot now because you, you you can always stick or twist with a manager, but it is a manager that's just brought seven January signings in, more signings than any other club in the Premiership. I think four played from the start last night. I think um, you know barely seeing them yet, but, but there is a there's an obvious softness there. And you, in past seasons, for instance, take this weekend mother will go to Petardry. Mm-hmm. Aberdeen are not in a great place, and it's the type of venue that in past seasons Motherwell have gone up there and just produced this victory. And you think, wow, where did that come from? Or they've beat Hearts at home. Or they, they, you always got the sense that they were capable. Is that sense there anymore? No, what no. type of game can you see Motherwell winning right now? Well,
3: um, I was hoping that they would win uh, against St Johnston last night because St Johnston went there and uh, back in poor form as well. Gordon, look. Uh, uh, Motherwell board have got a massive decision to make with the manager. Right now, I think the fans have lost faith in him. He's been a fantastic servant as a player. But look, I went to a club at Raith Rovers where I, I was very well thought of. And sometimes when the results go against you, it doesn't matter your reputations as a player. You've got to stand up and be counted. But it's a results-driven business.
1: What Mark said though, but seven players brought in—like literally, some of them haven't made their debuts yet. Some did mm-hmm. last night. So how chaotic would that be?
3: Yeah, um, I think I think a manager coming in there and giving it a fresh. Um, you know Start I think you can get The best out of players And you've got players in I don't think they've got to Pull the trigger on Stevie Hamill yet But They've got to be A cut off point Gordon Because right now The way it's gone And Stevie will know This he has been in the game Long enough The way it's going There's only one way Mother World Going is into the championship It's as simple And straightforward as that Because They've no Identity of what They're trying to do Uh, Hugh's saying that The fans can see it But the manager can't I've I've heard that A million times as well Um, They can't buy a win There's no confidence Stevie Hamill Is saying the same thing And this is where I think the problem arises When you've got a manager And it happened to Jim Goodwin at Aberdeen You could actually Write his talk After the game His press talk And it's happened With Stevie Hamill It's the same thing Every single you game do
1: wonder about Balance is so important Mark You know Like I say Seven players have been brought in um, I think You know Jack Aitchison John Obeka, um, Mandron Three sort of out and out strikers If you like um, But still Wondering if, if there is going to be something In a, a central defensive area Or as, as Hugh says who in, who in that midfield Is different from the rest Who's the one that's going to go and I won't say kick people Right But who's the one That's going to go And put out fires Go and destroy things Tackle Get about <laughs> Protect you Who what, There isn't There, there isn't is, one of them no, In the
2: building No I think Motherwell Incredibly soft Through the core Of the team Defensively um, You know Because you'd see up top Van Veen fights his corner But you look behind him Midfield area Players who I suppose are Okay and nice on the ball But don't really want to get stuck in Wonder if McGinn Playing in that position One of the three right backs there That Hugh was mentioned Maybe he'd be a better bet and there Bit of steel But they need Steel like we did there Yeah you see that Bit of steel, steel man uh, yeah. Bit of steel man mm. But well, they need They need something The only different.
3: thing I'll say Just quickly Gordon They're going to Aberdeen Where under Stevie Hamill In his early days Of the manager Got a good result up there So he'll take a bit of confidence mm. But I keep saying If they get beat against Aberdeen Then they've got Wraith in the cup Which is going to be difficult Let me tell you And then they play I think St Mirren They've got a couple of home games You've got to have a cut off point You've got to have a cut off point if
1: you want to change things. Thank you, Hugh. 0141 951 1025. Get in touch. We'll speak to you next.
0: Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Absolutely brutal full time teaser for you two tonight. But then it's back to your calls very quickly, very soon. So do get in touch on the usual number. Uh, Or Twitter uh, Whatever is on your mind After last night Now is the time And this is the place To share it So here's your question Brutal I'm telling you Uh, The Crazy Pony Has sent it in I want you to name The 10 most recent SPFL managers Who've only managed One team Okay Permanently And they've also played With Hibs At some point (laughs) In their career It's very 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 random That is the, the The right word for it And it makes it Do you know what I'm never getting these Is John Collins one? No
3: No Who'd you say? John Collins Many teams has he managed
1: So even if he It's the most recent remember The the 10 most recent What I would say is You're going to have to cast your net Far and wide Mm -hmm. I'm looking down the divisions For a lot of these as well
3: Caretaker manager Ben No Right okay Kevin Rukovic
0: No No Oh
3: unlucky Hmm
1: Marvin Big Martin Big Martin there Big are. Martin See there Because he's managing Queen of the South, Queen of South. It's the yeah. only team he's managed And he's played for Hibs And he'll obviously be the most recent Because he was appointed Colin Nish
0: Who's he Who does he manage? Cowden he Beath. managed
2: Cowden Beath. Yes Great shout And only Cowden Beath. He's not on the list you know <laughs>
0: oh,
1: Created oh, a new might, answer he might, he might be out with the I bet you isn't he Out isn't with the 10 yeah, what, what's, uh, what's The, the latest date I'm worried for you I, I think you, you could be up, but No but the crazy pony's never hey. No 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 he's too far back He managed cow and beef Back in 2016 They're all more recently than that. Oh then. right okay Well done pony oh, They're rude they're mm. Kevin Thompson See this guy's got the bit between his teeth this guy's got the bit Between his teeth now oh, See does there. Take it away aye. Kelty, aye, Kelty. Hold,
3: In the Kelty. Hold on. Is it just Oh SPFL clubs mm-hmm. Manist, I was going to say Scott Brown
1: No That would be uh,
2: That would be, be English No Mabry was Yes Mabry Well done Mabry Alan Mabry I, I was going to say He hasn't played for Hubs but he has Hi. So I don't know what uh, maybe Let's <laughs> well do that done. more confidently <laughs> Okay
1: Really tough question that You can come up with more uh, Simple ones if you want And Please. send them in time At Clyde1 Well oh, you're doing okay Fulltime At Clyde1.com That's the address you need So send them over And I will do my best To use them uh, On the show David's a Rangers fan From Partick How are you David Are you well?
10: Yes yes great Good, Thank man. you
1: man Good what's your point tonight? Uh,
10: I've actually been listening uh, For the last couple of weeks And uh, a wee bit disappointed in how much stick the referees are getting on this far mm-hmm. uh, to, uh, sort of decisions. I mean, I, I'm a Rangers fan. I was at the game last night and I couldn't wait to get home to play it to to see how bad the decisions were because you, you get in that mode of thinking because you hear everybody complain about it. But the fourth decision that was given and we we get we were actually it was three disallowed goals and a couple of them were close but they were clearly. Correct decisions, and VAR got it right. in, in fact, the, the linesman got the decisions right with the, the flag in the first place. We could have swore, from where we were standing, that it was definitely onside, as the as, uh, fans do. But when we got home, they, they were correct. And uh, as a bit of a student of the game, I, I look at the rules, you know. And the Connor Goldson one—if you—if you look at when the ball uh, hit his hand against Celtic, at Ibrox. When it hit his hand, he was protecting his face. It's a reaction, and that actually states that in the rules. And everybody, if you if you run that on a couple of motions later, it looks as if he actually handballs it over the bar. It was, it was ridiculous, but it's not where it first makes contact. It's right in front of his face. So, and if you look back as well, gents, two years ago, in a League Cup final, if they had far then, the Celtics... Had four players offside in a League Cup
1: final Don't do this to me David We don't have time for this Because what I always When this one comes up People say Ah no no But see if you zoom right in And you can't actually tell What player it is in that gap And uh, For my own sanity Let's not argue about Whether Christopher Julian was offside Because that that, will just drive everyone mental Um, Fair play to David though Gordon He he sounds like A caller uh, Right up your street Because he just wants to give a little a little nod um, for when when things do go right, and it's interesting, you know. VAR can be there as the safety net, if you like, for offside calls that you know that can't be spotted. Yeah. But you know the ones that the the that were correct flags last night. Fair play, because as David says, they were extremely close. So for the flag mm-hmm. to be right in real time,
3: yeah, they don't they don't get a lot of praise at all, uh, Gordon. Remember, they're getting used to VAR as well. Um, I think where we got a little bit of hope was last week when the referee, Wally the went over and changed his mind, and we were were crying out for that. I think the frustrating and that only
1: works if you agree with the decision. Yeah, though. but I think <laughs> I take the your
3: point. I think the frustrating thing for the supporters with VAR is possibly the, the the time it does take to come to decisions. With the caller on earlier talking about the Celtic one last night with Kyogo, um, but the offsides are are, are are you know it's not a problem. The big problem. Is a handball rule for me. You know, I think I think a lot of supporters yep. are getting caught up with the
1: handball rule. Not directly applicable last night, Mark, because as David mentions, the the assistants actually flagged, you know, correctly, I think for what was it all of them or most of them um last night. What you would say they are they are so close that you can you would f- almost you would forgive it if, if they got it wrong and that's where VAR comes into its own and look it's just a it's just a psychological thing I, you know, people are always going to remember the big controversies, the ones that we argue over, the, the dramas. And then when that general question of is VAR good or not, you're always going to remember the bad things. And by the way, I I still quite liked football before VAR, so I'm not that fussed. Mm. But you're never going to remember just those sort of run-of-the-mill ones that it, that it just took care no. of, particularly with offside goals.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, people see it as their job, so there'll be people out there probably listening just now and say, "Well, I got it right. That's their job. Their no, job to get it no, right." I don't
1: even mean that. I just mean generally about you know when a when a goal is rightly given or or rightly ruled out or whatever by VAR you, and it's offside, you just kind of you move on with it and it never gets remembered as part of the overall discussion when you're assessing how good or bad or whatever. Yeah, VAR. because
2: like people expect perfection from officials and it's never going to be that way and if one thing VAR has shown that we are far from that. Um so I'm I'm all for giving referees and assistant referees loads of praise when they get things right that to the naked eye, to the fans in the stand or us on TV, you go, Oh, that's close and approved right. I'm all for it. I did that course in the summer where I went and I, I had a go at it. So I understand how hard it is for assistant referees but I still think there should be a level of scrutiny this year And Vars highlighted it How our referees mm, Some of our absolutely. biggest ones Have failed and failed badly And they continue yeah. to make mistakes And that is an issue
1: So David, no complaints about the booking for Ryan Kent's dive? No, not at all Simulation Yeah, Again, I didn't detect many complaints Gordon, I don't, I don't think there's a huge Debate around that No know, players... I don't know, players. I wonder if in time, um, because the one that struck me was George Grant, the Harts player, he he committed, he dived in against Livy last week. And remember, he got sent off in Europe for doing it. And when I saw him do it against Livy last week, I thought, imagine diving when you've already been sent off this Mm -hmm. season for it. Fast forward to, you know, to Ryan Kent or whatever. Do you think players will ever think, well, if I dive here, Var's going to see it and he'll stop? Or is it still, is it just a, it's almost
2: wired. a natural I, I admit hardwired, isn't it? It's a natural thing. You think so. I think for a young age, players who go down that particular route find it difficult mm. to get out it, of their it game. It must be because you know, if you were to sit Ryan Kent
1: down and you know right now, if he was in here and say, "Did you think you were going to get a penalty for that with VAR to look?" Surely the answer would be they no. Know. But I don't know. Maybe that does iron itself out in time, or maybe as Mark says, it's just a. It's almost like an instinct thing.
3: Yeah. It, I, well, only Ryan Kent can answer that, and and no, I mean just
1: generally, to be honest, yeah, to any, any yeah.
3: Player it, was, it certainly was the right decision from John Beaton last night. Um, I thought he called it correctly once he's seen the the, the 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 pictures of it. I'm with you, Gordon. I don't see the point in it now because VAR is going to check it, and if you've dived, then you ain't get away with it. So there's no point. They need to they need to get that out, stamp it out their game. Mm.
2: There is there is a question though that every time I guess a player goes down. Pace That isn't a dive If there's been if no a smoke, tiny uh, bit There's touch, no contact yeah, yeah, So I think last night's Right I, I'm not defending mm. Ken Because I think last night's was But You'll get players Who will run past a defender You'll Feel stick it away yeah, that's true There's no contact And, and then, you'll see That's
1: a dive And then when it's slowed no. down And zoomed in You'll see the bit of contact And they'll still get the Decision yeah, anyway Yeah Yeah okay uh, Thank you to David Since we're on the subject of Of VAR So you, you you Just to recap You two are split on this Aberdeen have appealed Ross McCrory You think Every right to yes. you, you don't
3: No I think it's a red card And I think the referee Called it correctly And I congratulate him On that call Um <laughs> So uh, That will not be overturned Let me tell you right now Wow
2: he's He's going for it You you know I was going to say that, Well, Are you I'm in sh- the Absolutely ludicrous Decision camp Oh no 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 I'm not oh. absolutely ludicrous It's the worst decision ever No no I, I'm just not Because I think people go over the top With some things like, this. Look McCrory's Elbow certainly catches Was it done? In yeah. the face It chops But you have got To take everything into consideration When McCrory's running at pace with the ball when he touches it round one side of him He tries to get round the other side of Dunn His arm goes up mm-hmm. I think his arm's on the way up To try and You know Push him aside Push him aside but and is it as it's on the wee, wee up, elbow
3: in the face ah,
2: You cannot say that that's intentional I'm running down the wing You're coming to me Tell you what mm. I'm going to do I'm going to elbow you in the face To get round you
1: mm, then no, just come
2: right. on
1: Very t- It's r- <laughs> <laughs> come It's on. a really tough one though isn't it Because I, what, yeah. you know what word I'm about to pick up Yes, uh, in there, I, know what, I word, know
2: what word that you just said I'm am I about to pick up uh, I'm going to intentionally Of course Now if we're taking it back to that Every elbow or arm That comes into contact With mm-hmm. an opposition player At a set yeah. piece Or During open play Are we going to say Well hold on a minute No, know That's a red card and that's no. why That's
1: why It's It's, it's difficult because Right Violent conduct Read the mm. rule to you As I always do People you know Scoff when I get the rule book out But it's just This is the framework That you're working on Violent conduct Is when a player uses Or attempts to use Excessive force or brutality Against an opponent When not challenging for the ball In a, And I'll cut out Some of the non-applicable bits In addition A player who When not challenging for the ball Deliberately strikes an opponent Or any other person On the head or face With the hand or arm is guilty of violent conduct Unless the force used Was negligible Now it does say Deliberately in there To be fair mm. um, To you Mark So You're you
2: gotta, trying to establish you, Is it deliberate um, oh. You've got to be some player To think Or or you've got to be In a different planet To think like McCrody then I'm going down this wing I've touched the ball in I'm in But by the way I'm going to get you An elbow in the face Deliberately To get you out the way Mm, no no yeah, Come but, on. Uh, mm, but I wonder if you're taking The premeditation mm. bit A bit
1: too far You think Gordon That initially Mark realizes right, a guilty he's, man He's, try, <laughs> he's trying <laughs> He is trying to get round Charles Dunn But then what yeah. he, he raises his arm Unnecessarily
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think he's caught up In the situation And it's just a moment Of madness I think he knows Exactly what he's doing and that's why that red card will not be overturned. I think
2: you're having a
1: moment of madness. Right, okay. I mean, there's no point in trying to predict these things, really. But if you two are as split on this, and as, if the footballing nation is as split, is it going to be hard to win the appeal then? Whether you think it's a...
2: Yeah, I, I think it is. I think, well, that's where my argument falls down. I think they'll actually uphold us. Now, I don't know if last Saturday's appeal and Nicky Clark won these appeal is anything to do with it. It's going to look very, very silly if within... The space of five days <laughs> Two red cards That teams could argue That affected their performance And Johnson could argue Us going down to ten men Early on in the game And McCrory seven minutes in uh, And then they get overturned I can't see two in a week Getting done well, I know it's independent. Cynical, though Because it, it has to I be
1: independent know. Or the, yeah, full, the game's a bogey uh, As you say um, Right On your teaser tonight The ten most recent SPFL managers So anywhere in the SPFL Who've only managed one team but they've played for Hibs At some point Guys like Marvin Bartley Kevin Thompson Alan Mabry
3: I think I've got two as Go waving away. uh it's Kenny Miller one?
1: Yes right. Good shout and, and You're really good at this Considering how bad you are At beat the pundit And
3: I think the other one He was assistant Rangers manager Morton Johansson
2: Jonathan Johansson
1: it's almost too good an to answer, that isn't it? Mm. See that phone that he texts you with at five o'clock this morning. That phone has phone, been lying. a lot
2: of time in your phone there when we were chatting about VR. That's a very
1: good shout. No, he's all oh, good shout. Mm. Good shout. Okay, we'll get the rest and more calls next. Number one for football in
0: Glasgow and the West. Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. It's 01419511025. Twitter is at ClydeSSB. How are you getting on with the most specific random niche teaser uh, that we've had in a while? There are 10, the 10 most recent SPFL managers. They've only managed one club and they used to play for Hibs at some point. Guys like Marvin you're doing well. You've got Jonathan Johansson, Marvin Bartley, Kevin Thompson, Alan Mayberry Kenny Miller. John Rankin. Brilliant. Well done. Oh okay, Mark. Uh, Gary Caldwell. Excellent. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's your lot. Yeah. Many that? Have got three to get. Nice. No, that's, that's only seven, Mark. Yeah, three to, three to get. Three to get. There's one that you spoke to each oh, other about eh, during eh, the break. Eh,
2: sorry, and sorry.
3: I mention. got one.
1: Stephen Glass Yes well done Yeah Stephen yeah yeah okay.
3: yeah okay it's all will be. was you. on my
1: list uh, Two to get Before we bring in another caller Quickly what else Did we not cover from last night How important a win Could that be for Kelly Oh huge um, I
2: watched that game oh, Actually yeah, <laughs> When I say I watched I was working You this I was working oh, and, and By the way
1: anyway, It's work is work um, But Mark <laughs> Mark was the co-commentator yeah, 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 yeah. yeah On the world feed Of of that game now, I, I know a lot of people Won't really know what that is But Basically imagine this Somebody Somewhere On this earth uh-huh. Tuned in To Kelly Dundee United And he was the co-commentator well, I was, was trying try to find them I was sitting in every in channel Trying to find them
2: India And you're wanting a game <laughs> Celtics Mark <Matt> Wilson <laughs> Up pops Mark Wilson <laughs> And Jock Brown Commentating on Kelly Dundee United so He's not going to want that He's getting big time He's going to leave us behind yeah, That yeah. was great But look over to the game It's not all about me But it was fantastic But over to the game Kelly were Good goal. Dun- A, Good a goal. great goal But Dundee United by my the way b- My ball i In Terrific. the ascendancy They miss a penalty Terrible penalty For Stephen Fletcher And then you've never seen A team regress Like they did In your life They all believe Did you say that In commentary did you I, did. I said a- this is the regression. Yeah, they had to put subtitles up Obviously <laughs> for, for people <laughs> Or in the world You can understand <laughs> Big win for Kormonik, though That was huge
3: I'll tell you what What a terrific goal it was Um Dundee United Along with Motherwell Sitting right down the bottom of the league And it's uh, Is that a coincidence That it's two very Young Up and coming managers That are, are finding the league Very difficult just now It's
1: also interesting that you know, there was a lot of doom and gloom Because Comarnock Let Kyle Lafferty go And Get rid of Ollie Shaw Down to Barnsley as well And panic, People you know panic And then go and dig out A good result So mm. uh, We'll see Let's bring in Omar Who's a Rangers fan Hi Omar Hi guys Evening How are you, you okay? Yeah good thanks good, um, good, Just a, a
11: couple of points um, Just more kind of Observations really um, Obviously pleased Very pleased With Michael Bale's Takeover I um, I think it's nice to see um, balls that are getting crossed into the box actually scored. I think, you know, prior to, to his arrival, I was cringing every time the ball went in the box because he just never seemed to get on the end of it, ever. Um, I'm not a statistician, but, but I, I mean, it just, it, it just seems it was never happening. So it's nice to see that. And I think, I think the passing in general, particularly in the, uh, in the middle and up front of the park with Rangers, they, they, they seem to be a lot be more dynamic. It's, it's a lot more confident throughout the team um i remember when when thebron was was in charge some of the the, the players they looked petrified when they get the ball um it was really you know it, it was almost embarrassing, particularly in defense um so it, it's really great to see that transition and, and obviously the, the players are a bit more confident i have a also another point um a bit of a curveball but okay. I, i'm involved in the in the field of, of psychology um, i'm not a sports psychologist but I look at Tavernier and I just, I just don't think he's the man to be a captain right now. I think with, with this transition and this change, I think it would be a, a good idea to, to, to perhaps look, you know, look at other options. I mean, um, McGregor seems to be, you know, a bit more fire in the belly when it comes to, to what, you know, to driving the team forward and getting behind them, and you know, just being a bit more vocal and being more communication on the pitch. So. I, I mean, I, I respect him as a player I think he's done a lot for the club previously But I just don't think, you know I think in this pivotal mov- move, uh, moment with Rangers it, It'd be, it, you know, I think a new captain is,
1: is, is, is required in my opinion Interesting Omar would have an absolute field day in here Analyzing you two, that's for sure um, But in, and I did notice Michael Beale said Last night he felt was James Tavernier's best defensive performance in a while I think was, was what he said I at least, like, the I can at least get on board with this as a a, a mature discussion because Omar is, you know, he's thought about this. Omar's not knee jerk; he's not coming on and giving it. Tavernier's never a captain because he doesn't grab people by the scruff of the neck, you know, because we get a lot of that, mm-hmm. don't we? And as soon as things go badly, he becomes a bit of a, a scapegoat, and, and I think that's that's clearly wrong. Omar's called in after a victory; he's measured, he's, he's thought about it. Is there is there any way? That he's on to something. Is there any way that that gets looked at by Michael Beale or?
3: Not for me. No, no. I think it's cemented in. I don't get caught up uh, too much in the captaincy situation going. I'm not a great lover. I was never um, in the teams I manage I would never let a goalkeeper be a captain. Um, I think they do their job with the back four. It's a bit further away. Look,
1: I was upset. a few in the. Premiership, have it, don't they? Now that I think about it, but
3: yeah, I was, I was, I was a centre forward and I was a captain. Um So that's a nonsense. You'd have been a rubbish captain. I was a leader of men. I was a le- you. You were in the trenches with me. You knew you were safe. <laughs> you needed that goal up up to skipper with the arm. That's back. what I
1: mean. Yours is just like this ego thing. Yeah,
3: yeah, and it was a very big ego. Let me tell you. Um, and the the men followed me, and I led by example. <laughs> but I don't get caught. <laughs> like a warrior. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there
0: we go. Oh, I don't get leader than you.
3: What what my point is, I think Tavernier will remain mm. the Rangers. Cut. So you
1: think you think it would be almost too too big a statement to change it. It, it. it would you know cause almost more more harm than good. You don't think it's important enough, and you don't think that he's insufficient enough for
2: Michael be able to go and rock the boat and and. And change it. Is that No what chance, you're absolutely no chance. I think there would have been more chance of it happening had it not been Michael Beale, had it been a, a fresh face coming in. Look, I want to really stamp my authority in this team and do something radical new. Beale knows Tavernier, he knows his influence, and the seasons that he's had previously have obviously been better than the one he's having at the minute. I even think the players like Tavernier. No, I get the fans don't see him acting like Alan McGregor. But he must be a and big plus influence the fact in that If restroom. he's fit He plays
1: yeah. is, that, is that a danger Omar That it's You know it's A risk that's not worth taking I, I just Well I get the point But we can't Obviously go on
11: People's merit From, from previous seasons sure. All the time And I get Obviously don't chop and change either On a knee jack Kind of uh, Reaction But at the same time I mean I looked at his body language At the old from game Before he came out the tunnel And he just He looked like he didn't want to be there um, And you know, I mean, as I say, I've been, you know, you were right. I've been looking at this over a period of time, and and maybe I'm looking for the 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 wrongs and the faults, and you'll find them if you look for them. But I mean, I just think generally speaking, I just thought now would be a good time, if ever, because of the 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 the, the transition. Um, but I, I, I just think, you know, yeah, I, I, can I just ask the guys then, what constitutes a good captain, in their opinion? Because, you know, what, what, what's the mm-hmm. value, what, what's, the, what's the, the characteristics, what's the value? I think, of do you know what, captain? Omar,
1: I like I like the way you go about things, and I think we could do a full show on that and get some really intelligent input. Unfortunately, tonight is not that night. That wasn't a slight on Gordon and Mark, by the way, it's the fact that we're out of time. Um, but I like it, I like the way you've framed it, so we'll revisit yeah, we at question. some point, I'm sure, Omar, mm-hmm. why not get back in touch? Um, Quickly, then you're looking for two more of the ten most recent SPFL <coughs> managers who've only managed one club and have previously played for Hibs. What a niche question, Kevin gave. Harper. Wow. I, I
2: genuinely hate him
1: <laughs> because
2: I, was, I came up with that. I was had a, a, a message in from
1: a message from Blair who says that there is no chance you are this good. You're at it hundred percent, Kevin yeah, Harper. Imagine I stealing, stealing the Rovers. You sure imagine am. you still you, got you. one more. Hurry
8: up, Lord Ellis. Ellis.
1: Uh, Give us a clue. I'm like you're trying to steal my <laughs> answer as well. <laughs> Give us a clue. What about if you stayed at Albion Rovers? I stayed at Albion Rovers. Brian here? Yes. <laughs> oh, i you know. that.
0: Oh, that's
1: care. a good one. There we go. Well done, both of you. Surprisingly good on that. Good calls tonight. I like that. We'll do it again tomorrow. Simon Donnelly, and always good to hear what Hugh Evans has to say on the week's big talking points. We'll catch up with him tomorrow, and you hopefully. So get in touch. Callum Gallagher is up next.